Hello and welcome to Exeter Life, a podcast about the people, places, and events that comprise life in Exeter, New Hampshire. I'm Lara Bricker, and Exeter also happens to be my chosen hometown. I've lived here since 1998 and written the Exeter Life column since 2013. The audio version of Exeter Life began in 2020. This week, the week after Thanksgiving, is one of my favorite weeks to live in Exeter. It's the week that the town rings in the season with the holiday open house on Thursday night. Santa rides in to turn on the lights in town. The live nativity is outside the congregational church. And inside the town hall, people crowd to see the Festival of Trees. But alas, we are living in the midst of a global pandemic, and even the holidays will have to adapt this year. And so this week, I bring you news of the 22nd annual Festival of Trees and how it will proceed. For the first time in its 22-year history, decorators did not gather inside the Exeter Town Hall to prepare for the annual Festival of Trees. Instead, they met at RJ Ace Hardware and Shooter's Pub in early November to decorate two raffle trees for the reimagined festival taking place during a global pandemic. For people that make a donation of $25 or more, they will be entered into the raffle drawing for one of the two trees. The goal this year is to raise $35,000 for the Community Children's Fund, which provides vouchers for warm clothing for area children in need. Here's Bonnie Galinsky, co-chair of the Festival of Trees. You know what was interesting is I woke up this morning really excited because it was the day we were decorating trees, but then the sadness came over me because it is the day we were only decorating two trees. However, one of the most important things that we said when we were doing this is kids are still going to be cold this winter, and they still need coats, they still need boots, hats, mittens, and so we needed to do something to make sure that we didn't forget that the reason we do this is for the kids, Mm -hmm. even though we all love to walk through town hall and see all those um, trees decorated. So we were looking at the request, the voucher request from the agencies this year, and we have over $7,000 more in requests from families than we did last year at this time. So we are seeing um, an impact and want to make sure we're able to raise enough money so we can fulfill those, those vouchers or fill them. Inside RJ's, committee members wore masks as they decorated the first of the two raffle trees. Christine Pasido, a committee member and employee at the store, climbed up a ladder to string ribbon around the tree as Lisa Lordy helped from the ground. Christine was happy the event was at least able to go on in some capacity this year. Oh, it doesn't feel the same, but it feels good to be doing something. Yeah. Hopefully people will be generous. As she took photos of the decorators in the trees, committee member Christy Utter said the need of children within the community motivates her involvement. As a volunteer with N68 Hours of Hunger, which provides backpacks with food to children, she has come to understand the extent of real need within the area. I think we're we're all digging a little deeper in so many ways, and emotionally and financially, and the children out there need us more than ever. It's really wonderful to see a tree that's lit up right now because we are all looking for something happy and something joyful right now. Over at Shooters, Bill Arnold of Bayside Distributing and a member of the Community Children's Fund was decking out his white cloth seltzer tree. Bill's trees have garnered the highest bids in recent years when the event has been in the town hall. Okay, so tell me about your tree this year and what goes with it. White claw tree. You get a cooler full of white claw swag and white claws, four gift buckets that have ugly sweaters, t-shirts, koozies, Bluetooth speakers, and white claws, snowboard, mirror, golf bag, umbrella, 
assorted water bottles, t-shirts, fanny packs, beach blankets, signs. So it's the White Claw tree, but we've got a little snowman it's on top. It's a snowman theme. He's the snowman White Claw. So how does it feel to be doing this tree this year in a year that hasn't had a lot of joy? Anything we can do to help, you know, it helps. And I'm glad they let us do it because we like doing it every year. And it helps the kids and helps raise money for them. Shooters owner Rob Fakara has been involved with the Community Children's Fund since it began back in 1989. Rob points out that there is more need in the community than people may realize. The White Claw Tree is set up on the covered porch in Shooters' outdoor beer garden, which is still open for those who want to both see the tree and patronize the pub. We actually, we never close out here. We have had several feet of snow out here before. We just clear off the picnic tables and you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of times in the winter if the sun is shining nice and bright, people still want to come outside, which is amazing. And we've got the nice fire pit in the middle. We're actually planning on doing a winter fest. Oh, cool. But I can't give you a whole lot of details on that, but we've had a lot of local musicians that say they will play with their parka on. So Awesome. So if you're out and about with your mask on, social distancing, you can stop on over at Shooters or RJ's and check out the two raffle trees. You still have a few days left uh, before the drawing on Thursday, December 3rd. And while you're there, think about supporting, maybe buying something from these two local businesses that have done so much to support the Festival of Trees and the Community Children's Fund over the years. I know as my pandemic projecting has hit new heights as the months continue, that I'm on a first name basis over at RJ's and they're always very helpful and very good natured when I show up with my painting and building projects. And also, while you're thinking of it, go online to www.exeterareacharitablefoundation.org slash Festival of Trees and make a donation of $25 or more to support the festival and get entered for one of those two raffle trees. And that's going to wrap up this episode of Exeter Life. You can find me online at Laura Bricker Author on Facebook or on Twitter at Laura Bricker. If you are interested in crime or true crime, you can find me every week on the podcast Crime Writers On. And if you would like to support this independently produced podcast, you can do so at anchor.fm slash Exeter Life. And I do hope you'll tune in again next time to this podcast because I've still got a lot of stories to tell about life in Exeter. Exeter.